Hey, Chris. What's up, James? I've been thinking, like, what's the worst Halle Berry comic book movie? The absolute worst comic book movie that Halle Berry was in? Yeah. Well, it's got to be X-Men 3. Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, I can't think of any other movies that she was in that were worse than that. Comic book movie? No. No. Nothing comes to mind. Get ready to overanalyze some popular culture. With Chris Guyton. And James Kelly. This is Licensing Legends. Hello, and welcome back to Licensing Legends after a, a little bit of a hiatus with myself, Chris Guyton. I'm James Kelly. And we're back to talk about Injustice 2 and the cat. Catwoman. Catwoman. Um, she is a character in the game. She's also a character in the world of DC Comics. But before we talk about the cat, I wanted to bring something up. Okay. And what I wanted to bring up was that I've been playing a lot of a new fighting game. What so game? It's called Guilty Gear XR Revelator. Revelator 2, to be specific. It's a very oh, yeah. anime game. Yeah, it's long. Uh, it's, uh, it's an anime fighting game, man. It's really fun. I actually, so it was on uh, PlayStation Network um, for like eight bucks okay. a couple of, like a month ago or something like that. Sounds good. Yeah, and I have the first one. I have Sign. I never really played it that much, but then I started playing Rev- Revelator, and like, I don't know, I got really into it. The, the graphics are really cool. Like, the, uh, the, the characters are, like, all um, 2D, well, 3D uh, sprite, 3D uh, character models that are drawn to look like a 2D, like they're in 2D. So, like, you, there's all types of really weird, crazy camera angles, and there's a bunch of, like, really cool shading, and the characters are all super, super gorgeous. It's made by Arc System Works, who's coming out with, you're going to like this, James, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Cool. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. So it's the same dudes who made that game, uh, or who are making that game. Um, uh, I, Guilty Gear has been a franchise for a really long time, since like the early 90s. But I really like that game. It's super fun. I've actually been streaming it a lot on Twitch. <laughs> quick quick plug for my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash MrBehavior, M-R-Behavior. What have you been up to, James? I've been reading a lot of Garth Ennis's Punisher Max. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. It's basically this really, really dark um, R-rated superhero comic that's basically not superhero. It's just Frank Castle is a guy with a gun, and he goes around shooting a bunch of criminals who are just totally pure, pure evil. Um, The really amazing arc that is probably the best of the ones I've read is um, The Slavers, which is about Frank Castle confronting human traffickers. It is just so, so depressing and just magnificent. It's just like, man, these people are just pure evil. And like, I think Garth Ennis said, like, at a certain point, how liberal can you be? At a certain point, you just, you don't care about the excuses. Like, this is just inexcusable. This is just pure, pure evil. Sick, dude. So how many (laughs) people does the Punisher murder? Oh, it's like, 2000 like the, it, it opens up the series like keep in mind like um at least the collection i have like there's like first this really great four issue kind of like origin story for the punisher that takes place in vietnam but then like after that you get like this whole opening arc where like the mob is celebrating like their leader's 100th birthday and it's like a gathering of all the families together it's like hundreds of people and just frank castle slaughters them with a minigun yeah it's like, it's like 80 people right then there it is it is intense that's violence for you in comic <laughs> books i do not revel in it but it's oh i do uh <laughs> well that's great well, let's talk about catwoman shall we all right yeah sure well let's just set up 
what she's doing in the game. So okay. Justice 2, uh, Catwoman is actually working with the Batman, as she's always like kind of walking the line between evil and uh, good, sort of less evil, maybe. I don't know. Uh, sort of good, sort of less good. I don't know. I don't really know. Catwoman is like so anti-hero-ish at this point that I don't really know what the hell her, her ding is. But in Injustice 2, she's actually working on the Batman side, right? So she's like against Superman trying to save the world from Brainiac. Um, and Batman doesn't quite trust her, you know, as usual. Uh, so it's kind of like a typical Batman Catwoman story, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like about. You know, we're like, yeah, she's kind of like, oh, Bruce, like, want to, like, you know, hook up? And then he's like, no. And then she's like, why? And he's like, because you're, like, a mean person or something. And Which is very kind of, well, okay. So <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's weird when you, this is, like, one of my hallmarks that I've, I've noticed listening to the episodes, but. So when you, when you go back to like the origins of Catwoman, like actually like, okay, first off he was made, she was made by um, our good friends Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Yes, and like she debuted in Batman number one in 1940. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's she was in Batman number one. Yeah, Batman Damn. number one. Batman number one, mind you, isn't the first Batman comic. It's right, the first of like course. Batman like only solo. Comic. Yeah, Detective Comics was the first Batman. Yes. And, like, in there she wasn't – she was just, like, called the cat burglar. And, like, she, she had no cat theme. And, like, but in that story, it's mostly a Robin story. And it's mostly, like, kind of like really? a, a funny, silly story. Oh, yeah. And then, like, at the very end, like, just as Robin's about to arrest uh, the cat, she, she manages to escape. And, like, as Robin's trying to, to, to catch her, like, Batman accidentally bumps into Robin, preventing her. And, like, Robin immediately says, like, did you let her go? I was like, of course not, Robin. Man, that girl is so pretty. She is so pretty. And just instantly it's like, oh, boy. And kind of, like, from there, it's always, like, um, you see, like, the original, like, um, that, uh, not original, but new TV show, um, Batman Brave and the Bold. Oh, like, yeah. They, they kind of, like, uh, cover always, like, the always thing about Catwoman and Batman is it's always, like, the kind of, like, will they or won't they. Yeah. And it's always more along the lines of, like, she's, She's a thief, but but she's kind of like more sometimes can be a bit more of a Robin Hood thief. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's also always like Batman's trying to like sway her to be good. And Catwoman's always trying to sway him to be bad. And it's always like just fun, kind of harmless dynamic. And it's kind of always gone like kind of that way. Although, so basically in, in the 75 plus years of Batman comics, I'd say like they only... There are only occasional times when they like really like decide to like let's go for it. Let's like actually have Batman and Catwoman date. Like recently? Um yes, like recently. Ooh. So probably like the most um like uh in like the nineteen fifties was the first time they ever did it. Like and like when they just decided to start like branching off and like making like Earth two and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They had like this whole like parallel Earth where Bruce Wayne and Batman Oh, no, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Bruce Wayne and Batman <laughs> yeah, got Bruce, married. Bruce Wayne and uh, Catwoman um, got married, and they got, and they had a, a daughter who becomes Huntress. Oh yeah, that's Helena right. Wayne. Yep. So that was like um that was one continuity, and then like uh, but like the first time I, I it's always weird like um kind of like Dark Knight Returns. They kind of like, it's kind of like they they were a couple and they still are kind of hooking up occasionally but it's like it's kind of like it's not really like dwelled on that much wait hold on you mentioned huntress really quick i just kind of want to go back and talk about her for a second because okay. i remember reading some comic books back in the early 90s when i was a kid uh with like tim drake robin versus huntress yeah um question is that the same huntress it is not sadly no who is that huntress that's a uh, helena botanelli and she's not no, she's kind of like more along the lines of like, kind of like before Red Hood came into the picture, she was like what Red Hood was. Got it. It was like someone in the Bat family who isn't afraid to kill. And like, that's kind of like her MO. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, back to Catwoman. So then like in the the big, like I think one of the best Catwoman writers for the Batman-Catwoman relationship is 
Jeff Loeb. And like he kind of like in his first two um, big Batman books, uh, Batman uh, Long Halloween and uh, Dark, Dark Victory. Victory. Dark Victory, really good also. Like, uh, what was the other one too? Long Halloween. No, there was another oh, one too. Oh, there's Catwoman and Women Win in Rome. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. There's Dark Victory, Long Halloween, and shit. Well, I'm going to get to that one. Ah! So, go. So, so in those ones, it's more like kind of like a flirt, flirt, flirtatious kind of like, like sometimes Catwoman's helping Batman, sometimes she's not. And that's actually once like they, like as the years have gone on, they've decided to like tone down how much like Catwoman is a, is a criminal at times and make her be like someone who will help out Batman when it suits her goals. Usually that that's the caveat. Well, like, yeah, of course. Is when it suits her, she'll she'll be a good a good guy. Haunted Night is the one oh, I was thinking of. Haunted Night. Oh yes. yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. The three uh, holiday specials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, after that, um, though, like she really goes into full on like I'm gonna date and like there's even great line, which is come on, we've been d- dancing around this for so long. Why don't we actually just try it? Is what Catwoman says right before she kisses Batman, and then Br- Batman's just like, "Okay," is <laughs> Batman Hush, drawn I mean, by by Jim Lee, and it's like, yes. In the middle of like most people think of Batman Hush as like fairly so like this great art book and this great like um pretty good mystery story, is I think actually probably one of the best Batman romances of all time. Yeah, um, you think like, so? Because I I think honestly so because it's like it's just like it's just great seeing Batman and Catwoman together and like actually like try to work it out as a couple. And they kind of break up, spoiler alert, in the in the book, kind of like for the reasonable reasons of of that, like Batman still is ultimately though a paranoid guy and he can't really trust if Catwoman is just dating him because she wants to versus like maybe it's mind control, maybe she's part of this scheme, maybe it's like, and that's just like, that's Batman. That's Batman. Batman is a psychopath. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I don't mind that at all. I actually really like, I mean, I think that Selena Kyle plays best when she's opposite to Batman in that way, which I think is one of the reasons why they decided to, uh, you know, have like baby Selena Kyle in like uh, in Gotham, yeah, <laughs> opposite baby uh, Bruce Wayne. Uh, which can we talk about that for a second? You can talk all about it. I've not seen. Okay, it. so that show is not awesome. I mean, it's okay. Okay, it's basically the Jim Gordon show, but at this point, but. I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. The, the idea of like Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne being friends like as kids, it really doesn't make sense to me at all. And I feel like that would like ruin like any sort of romantic vibe that they would have later on. Like, I don't know. Unless they're going to do like the whole like thing what they did with, you know, Iris and Barry in the Flash TV show. It, I say it has to be something more along the lines of a different girl. I think for, right. for 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 Catwoman, like I'd I'd go more along the lines of um like uh just really pulling it deep, is uh when De- Batman debuted like he had this girlfriend Julie Madison who wasn't just his girlfriend he was she was his his fiance, mm-hmm. like which was just like weird and they never really like they, they, <laughs> they've, they've surprisingly like very done very little ever like kind of commenting or retconning why that didn't work out. Um, then there well, was, I like, didn't even know that that person existed. Exactly. Well, you mean you don't remember her in Batman and Robin? Wait, the movie? Yes. Wait, who? What? Where, it's just the disposable girlfriend of of George Clooney in that movie. Really? Yes. Oh wow, weird. Just completely forgettable because the movie's forgettable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, we don't have to talk about that one because we're on a Catwoman episode. We can talk about Batman Returns though. Yes, we can. Oh. Uh, all right, let's talk about Batman Returns. Yes. Though. Like, okay, like uh, Batman Michelle Returns. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. I, okay, I'm gonna be honest. Like, no offense to Anne Hathaway, but. Oh yes, yeah, yo, uh, but, Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. It, it, like, she's my favorite cinematic Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, bar yeah, it's like it's like I, I liked what Anne Hathaway was doing. She okay, let's talk about that first one. Okay. Like, okay. it's like, kind of like, it's like it's a shame that. It had to be like the third big movie in a big, big movie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I kind of would have been more interested in just like Anne Hathaway being this kind of criminal that kind of like sometimes helps and sometimes fights Bruce Wayne. And I like, feel like it would be cool if they had introduced her in the first one and like kept her a character throughout like the series. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. 
Yes. Like, she kind of, like, I, lo- I loved her arc, and, like, she's kind of, like, one of the better things about that movie. Yeah. But it's still, like, that movie's a very, like, uneven to begin with. Um, Stop. Special move time. Catwoman has a special move called Cat Dash. What say you? Totally fine by me. That's a pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of, to me it seems kind of generic. It's fine. All of her things are cat, cat's dance. Cat dance? What what do you expect? She's cat woman. Cat's tail. Cat's tail? Yeah, well, well, that's a whip. That's like, it's pretty, it's pretty scary whip actually. Yeah, she does whip. Yo, she talking about, we're talking about kink on the Wonder Woman episode. Talk about. Oh yeah, Batwoman with that yes. uh, that whip. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, that means Batman's into some shit. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, okay. Here's like one of the other things about Batman, honestly, though. Like, but also when I know this is a Catwoman episode, we are talking about Catwoman. no, no, no worries. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like kind of like like compared to other superheroes, like Batman's basically all of his like like real main love interests are pretty much always like on the like. On the, like femme fatale kind of oh like, yeah like, definitely dangerous types. Talia like, t- oh yeah like the other big yeah. one is Talia and like then you got like Catwoman who's like basically like I'll, I'll say it right now like and pretty much every Batman writer I think pretty much agrees like okay maybe some there's some Silver State Cloud lovers out there but come on it's like it's it's Selena Kyle Catwoman is like Bruce Wayne's like ultimate love in life and it's like just perfect that the, the it's never gonna work out because. Batman can't make it work out, and Selena can't make it work out. But it's like that's the love of each other's lives, right there. And like that's so romantic. Aww. Yeah. But it's like Talia. It's like you know. It's like I yeah. Get but the Talia's Talia got lovers. his baby. Well, at least on Earth, Earth Prime. How much? How consensual was it? You think? Uh, <laughs> you think she like drugged him and like uh, well, got well, herself well, kind pregnant? of like Grant, Grant Morrison kind of makes it so it's like it's like kind of like it's alluding that maybe he was wasn't exactly like one like it wasn't like a natural baby like damien's not like a natural oh, baby so he like, like she like test tubed them that mother oh yeah totally yes damn son so he's like a terry mcginnis oh even more than terry mcginnis it's like flat out artificial womb it's like it's like <laughs> kind of like it's kind of like i i, I got your artificial womb so he yes. didn't even fucking i mean he definitely batman definitely had sex with her he had to have yes <laughs> but then like she you just like, they wear like, costumes she kind wait of like, yeah, let's not get too into it. <laughs> you guys think that you guys think that Catwoman and, and and Batman and or Talia, Catwoman and or Talia and Batman wear their costumes while they have sex. Email us at like actually okay, they, they don't have to because because we know in like Catwoman number one for <laughs> New Fifty Two that they do. Wait, really? Yes, really. Oh, I did not read that. Oh no, wait, Catwoman in Catwoman number one. You're saying uh, that in like Catwoman 50, number one, New Fifty Two, New Fifty Two, there is an issue where they bang. Yes. With their costumes on? Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I guess I would, too, if I was a superhero. <laughs> and, like, the thing that they try to go get away with, which I think is dumb, is, like, they also try to, like, imply, though, in that issue that's, like, they have sex, but Catwoman doesn't know who Batman is. So it's... Wait, what? It's, like, no. That's no. weird. I also don't like... But, see, I don't like the like, idea of Catwoman like, not knowing who Batman is. Like I like I like it better when she knows he's Bruce. Well, that came from Batman Hush, and it I did. love that. It I did. love that. Like it's like it's it's part of like the whole great romantic story it is like Batman starting to open up and starting to like be more friendly and be more of an open person and like saying like okay I'm gonna trust you I'm gonna trust you with this bombshell of like <coughs> who I am, and just like it's like whoa oh and then like suddenly like the now they're on equal footing because now like Catwoman knows who he is just like she knows. And then yes, she falls in love. Yes. Well, with the and, bat. <laughs> and um, wait, who wrote that? Do you remember, do you know who wrote that Catwoman number one issue? Uh, that was by uh, oh, I'm gonna remember his name in just a minute. Judd Winnick. Judd, Judd Winnick. Thank you for answering the question before all of me could answer it. <laughs> so yeah. Well, there's also I mean not to get too in the kink. But um, let's do it. Fra- Frank Miller's All Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder, like <sighs> that comic book. <laughs> it's pretty heavily implied. The goddamn Batman, huh? Yep, it's pretty heavily implied in that book that like Black Canary and and Batman have like 
this total weird, freaky one night stand in the rain, like with their costumes and masks still on. It's just like, it's pretty weird and crazy. It's like, and like neither of them really even know each other's like names or like all they did was just like fight. And then they just like in the heat of the moment, then decided to have sex. It's just like, it's weird. That's pretty awesome. Uh, wait, so that black canary, I assume, is not uh, not uh, dating John uh, Oliver Queen. No, and she doesn't have superpowers either. Oh, well, that's a shame. So, so Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer. I, I really loved I, like what she did as Catwoman, and kind of like part of me. This is kind of like a trend here. And, like, I'm not alone. Like, uh, Mark Bernard on Fat Man on Batman said this. Like, it, it's just, like, it's kind of a shame that, like, it couldn't have just been a Batman-Catwoman movie because that works so right, well. Yeah. Like, that, that, like, their whole dynamic together and, like, the, the romance and also, like, being on, like, other sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just a great, great, great story. And, actually, that's the first time ever, like, it, it predated Batman Hush of Batman revealing who he is. To Selena Kyle. And like that's... So that technically came from Batman Returns. I guess so. Thanks, Tim Burton. All right. Well, we found something that Tim and Burton didn't absolutely screw up. Well, yes. I guess so. Well, hey, I, I love... I really like those Burton Batman movies. They're, they're good. I they're... think Batman Returns is probably my favorite now as an adult mm-hmm. of all of those movies. I'm still more 89 because it's a bit more cohesive. It's yeah. much more like kind of focused on like Batman and Joker instead of just being like kind of just Batman's there and just like it's like Penguin and Catwoman, the movie with Batman in it. I mean, but Batman Returns was just so scary. Yeah. Like that scene where like Catwoman like like scrapes that guy's face. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. stabs him in the, eye, in the eyes. Oh, my God. That was. That freaked me out as a kid. Ooh, that yes. was not for kids. They should not let kids... Do not let your children watch Batman Returns until they're old enough. Yes. People. Yes, very much Because so. I was not old enough. And Catwoman scared the shit out of me. Yes. Oh, she's so, pretty freaky when you're when you're young. Yeah. Uh, I still have a giant crush oh, on Michelle Pfeiffer, though. Oh, yeah. Because well, Why shouldn't movie. you? <laughs> um, Michelle Pfeiffer also, like, one of the things that, that's interesting is that she does, like, um, she does, like, two voices, basically. Like she has a total like Catwoman voice. I don't know about you, Miss Kitty, but I feel so much yummier. And, uh, and then like and yeah, Selena, Selena Kyle, Kyle voice. I'm sure he's wonderful company, but doesn't the gold-plated bachelor bit get a little stale? Yeah, and it's like it's like it's really cool actually. It's yeah. like 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 she's kind of like I mean Keaton didn't really do that like so pre-Christian Bale like we got someone who's like. Who's like, I'm not going to even try to imitate it, but like she has like the deep, sultry Catwoman voice, and then she has the... I am Ben and Sherry, I can't say anything with words. <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's a good line? Oh, the, oh, oh it's... Okay, uh, all right, fine. It's, uh, fine, you want they me to say do... Mistletoe, they say mistletoe is deadly if you eat it, but a kiss could be even deadlier if you mean it. Yes. <laughs> That's an awesome line, man. Yeah, it is a great line. I fucking love that movie. Let's yeah. watch it. <laughs> Maybe after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's mostly like, and her arc in that one is also like it's it's kind of like more the traditional Catwoman arc of why they're they're on opposing sides is like Catwoman's more on like lethal vengeance, on on like a uh, her would be murderer versus like uh, the like. Uh, Versus like Batman, like no, get take him in, take him in, take him in. Wait, you know what I realized? Okay, too? all right. Is that movie is totally a Christmas movie? Oh yeah, it totally is. Yes. Damn, we missed our opportunity. Uh, this actually, this episode would have come out on Christmas if we actually had uh, yeah. kept our schedule too. Damn, next year. Yes, next year. <laughs> we'll uh, do a Catwoman episode totally. again, and we'll talk about it on Christmas when we release it. Absolutely. And we'll talk about Batman Returns. So one thing that we haven't talked about, like. That's really the ugly elephant in the room that we got to talk about. Oh, is shit. there was, there was a Catwoman movie. Oh wait! Made. Before you go there, <laughs> high feline evade. High feline evade. High feline evade. She like moves out of the way. She's like, whoa, whoa. I was fighting a Catwoman online the other day. Kept doing that. It was real annoying. So it's a dodge attack. It's like a dodge attack. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, cool. Dodge, Dodge. Well, okay, like, um, before we talk about that Halle Berry train wreck. Fucking A. Um, let me just say, like, uh, actually, kind of like, we, we haven't talked about um, Batman, Batman the Animated Series take on Catwoman, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's pretty solid. And, like, it's just kind of like, it's kind of like a perfect exemplum of, like, of like they they kind of like straddle of where sometimes she's on Batman's side, mm-hmm. sometimes she's not. Sometimes she is just a straight up thief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the episode where she teams up with with Nightwing, and it, it's like them teaming up. Uh, That's like in a, the new Batman Adventures. Yes, like it, it it's like ends up revealing that she was just using Nightwing and she was just being a, just a thief the entire time. She's the worst. And but uh, there's other times where she's like just really sincerely like tries to look out for Batman and she saves him and almost got him. So it's like all this great stuff like that. But almost got him is pre is is the first series. Yes. Well. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but like it's always like it's like it's always just like a kind of it's a back game. and forth. It's a back and forth kind of thing, and like there's a. But I think honestly, my favorite take on um, Catwoman I've seen kind of like in any media mm-hmm. ha- is in the Arkham games. Oh, I agree. Like that, I like agree. um, and uh, Gray Delise. Um, I think now, uh, now she goes by Gary Griffin. Um, congrats on being married. Congratulations! <laughs> we we're gonna it, put fireworks. In is the uh, final mix totally? Is um, yeah, she's just she does a great voice for for Catwoman, and like uh, the design's really really sexy and. And she's just like her arc is like of being a thief, but at the same time a thief with a conscience. <coughs> and like she, she does save Batman in the end, and she helps Batman out when he needs help. It's just great. It's just fantastic. Also, I really like playing as her in those games. And yeah, she was my favorite and person like, to play. Honestly, outside of playing as Batman, is like I love playing as Catwoman. Yeah, that's fun. I kind of love doing that in the like uh, free for free for all uh, battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that—that that is just so great. It's definitely super fun, making me hype. Maybe I'll play that later too. Yeah. Last move. Rising claws. By the way, we're not talking about her combo moves. We're talking about her special moves. Okay, rising claws. So. Yeah. Because we have to find a way to tie it back to injustice by for the end of the season. Okay. Before Very we well. before we go in and start talking about other stuff. Other stuff. To be surprised, in the next season. So I don't know what that means. Rising claws, yeah. Well, I don't She's know. Like, it's like that, that being said, like like ever fighting like Catwoman in like practical real life would be like so scarring. Oh yeah. It's like like oh all, yeah. All the people she fights is like it's like she's got like, those claws, man. I mean, I mean, granted, like that's pretty much any like superhero fiction of like you if you like take it apart, it's like it's like man, like these people are like gonna be like bones they're broken and like yeah. they're gonna be like really like there was a great like um. Like a Spider-Man 600, where it was just like the, the whole premise was like that Doctor Octopus like just has been told like, look, Otto, like yes, you you've been fighting all these like superpowered battles, but you aren't superpowered. You just like have these metal arms that can, that can fight superpowered people, but you've been like punched a million times by these superpowered people. Like you've have like traumatic brain trauma, and like oh, you're shit. gonna die. I was like. Like you, 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 you can't be like doing this to yourself. Like this is like horrible for your body. And like he agrees, <laughs> but of course, being but of course being like Doctor Octopus, was like, all right, you're right. So I'm gonna like kill Spider Man once and for all. That's what I would do. I would kill Spider Man once and for all. Ball of yarn. Ball of yarn. Okay, that that's getting into like that's a combo attack. That's kind of getting into Adam West kind of territory. That, <laughs> right. Like Julie, yeah. that's a Julie Newmar. Julie Cat Newmar, Woman. or maybe Eartha Kitt, Catwoman. I think I think Eartha Kitt, Catwoman would never fight anyone, <laughs> right? Like Julie Newmar, Catwoman, probably, right? Maybe, yeah. She's a fighter. I yeah. feel like Eartha Kitt, Catwoman's like more like the Poison Ivy type, which would get people to fight for her. No, uh, that's good. Which, yeah, by I, the way, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Right? Because she's like a queen, right? By the, the way, Eartha, Eartha Kitt, Catwoman is my favorite. BT Dubs. By the way, Batman the. Return of the Cape, Batman versus Two Two Face features. That's Julie Newmar, Catwoman. Features right? Julie Newmar and Lee Merriweather. Oh really? Yes. Oh shit! Wait, what? They're both in it? Yes, they are both in no it. No shit. And okay, I'll, I'll kind of spoil it. Like so, Lee Mer. Spoil it. So Julie Newmar spoil plays. Spoil it. Plays like um <laughs> plays Catwoman. Yes, she does. But Lee Merriweather plays this attorney who's prosecuting. Um, several people, and she also kind of resembles Catwoman, 
And so when Catwoman like plays the old switcheroo where she knocks out Lee Lee Merriweather's character and like switches like costumes, and so Lee Merriweather is suddenly her character is in the costume, and suddenly she's like she looks at herself like, mm, and she starts doing the purr of the Catwoman. <laughs> she likes it. Yes. So that's good. Um, well, now we talked about Catwoman in the game. We talked about Catwoman on film. Except for one stinking okay. turd. Yeah, it's so- time to talk about Halle Berry's Catwoman. So I've never been able to watch it all the way through. Me it's just like it's just like it's pretty awful. Like okay, so one of the things that you we can like why we can say it's awful is that is that Halle Berry proudly accepted her Razzie for Catwoman. It's true. It's it's an amazing video, and she's also she also like parodied her her own like acceptance for for her Oscar, and she was carrying her Oscar in her hand as she accepted the Razzie, and she was all like, please please like find the clip to play it. I absolutely uh, am going to. Um, it's like it's amazing. Just check it out. It's just listen to the clip. First of all, I want to thank Warner Brothers. <laughs> thank you for putting me in a piece of shit god awful movie. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like it's 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 amazing like how you can like make a a Catwoman movie with with no Batman alone is like already like weird. Right, right, right. It's like it's like Wait, what, why? Is it even clear if Batman exists in that universe? Oh no, not at all. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. It's like, like but so weird. And it, she doesn't it, play Selena Kyle. No, she plays Selena Kyle. She does? Yeah, like the character's named Selena Kyle for no reason. Like cuz like huh. she's She's Selena Kyle. She works in a makeup, like, uh, studio. And, like, the villain is Sharon Stone. And there's this evil makeup. Wasn't Sharon Stone supposed to be Catwoman in that movie, too? I've heard, like, a story okay, so, about, like, how she was supposed to play Catwoman. And then, like, she, they gave it to Halle Berry instead for some reason. So, no, she does not play Selena Kyle. She plays Patience Phillips. Okay, all right. So I'm wrong. Well, I don't care. I'm, I'm glad. I'll gladly be wrong. I'll be gladly be wrong. Patience Phillips. Gosh, like that is total comic book name, but in a bad way. It's like it's like Patience Phillips. Really, really. PP. PP. Literally PP. Yes. Piss. <laughs> so, like, also in there was like Alex Borenstein showed up at, at Holly Berry's Razzie Award to like join her. And like say and, and and proudly cry with her as they won the Razzie. Ashley Judd and Nicole Kidman were both in running for the role. So okay, so let, let's like go back to the beginning though, for like since we we're talking about this, like for development. Uh, Catwoman the movie was like in development hell for quite some time. It was basically yes, right it was. right after um, Batman Returns was a success. Um, Tim Burton loved working with. Michelle Pfeiffer and the two wanted to make a Catwoman solo movie. Right. And like that's why Catwoman is at the end of uh, Batman Returns looking at the moon. It's her instead of Batman like in the final shot. It's like that setting up Catwoman the movie. And like it was going to be that and that's still pretty that would have been a great movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, I or think so. Or at least so it would have been an interesting movie. But yeah. then like but then like in the middle of that like uh Tim Burton was getting a bit of a, into a fight with Warner Brothers and also like he's like, well, we want you to kind of more do Superman. And he was like, I, okay, I do want to do Superman. And so that then, was Superman Lives. Yes, which there's a great documentary of why that didn't happen. Yeah. And so in Listen the mi- back to the Superman episode, we talk all about it. Yes. And so in the middle of that though, like so then like so then like when probably Superman retur- Lives would have still probably have happened. Like, probably Tim Burton's next movie would have been Catwoman, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Like, he might have wanted to do, like, something else, like, after doing, like, a superhero mo- two superhero movies in a row. But who knows? We'll never know. But, like, it was definitely, like, it was, like, for so long it was going to be Michelle Pfeiffer getting her solo movie. And it was just, like, her trying to find a director. And eventually it just got to a point where she gave up. And once, like, she gave up, it was just, like, well, we still want to make this movie. And now it's just like whatever actress we can find. And Which was like, Ashley Judd at first. Ashley Judd. And then like Nicole Kidman, although she went on to do Batman, Batman Forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah. And then like um, I guess they didn't want to call in uh, 
uh, uh, what, what's her name again? Um, the actress uh, from Blade Runner, uh, very famously, like, like went into like the studio and like knocked on um, Tim Burton's door to try to in a Catwoman costume to try to get. To oh the yeah. Uh, I'm forgetting her name right off the top of my head. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't somebody like parody that? Oh yeah, somebody Animaniacs parodies. parodied it. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yes. Like, uh, so we'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. Is, I'm going to look it up right now. You keep talking. Okay. Talk to the people. And so after, like, as they're trying to make, like, Catwoman, the, the movie happen, like, it's just like it's kind of like one of the things in Hollywood people is, like, is that so many movies just don't get – so more movies don't get made but are, like, going to be made but never seem to get made. And yeah. And just, like, somehow do get made. And so in the middle of that, suddenly – um, Sean Young. Sean Young. Yes. Kapow! I guess I guess they didn't want to get cast Sean Young and give her the role she kept on asking to, to do. No, because um, why would you give somebody something that they ask for and are really qualified to do? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's not how the world works, James. Yeah. Well, anyways, so so how Wait. Burmese Bash. That's the name of a combo move. Okay, type of cat. Yeah, Burmese Bash. There you go. Clever, clever, clever puns. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the middle of that, they, like, I guess, like, it's just like, I, I, I'm not like an, a Hollywood expert, but I'm guessing it's just like Halle Berry was like getting to be at the top of her game. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, okay, people, is like nowadays, like, I'm not talking about Halle Berry now that's sadly doing straight to video movies. Like, what? Like, um, she did like some, like, surfer straight to video movie. Because she's not a star anymore. Oh, no. Well, she is still a star, but you know, like I love her. It's now her. Uh-oh. Yes, I love her too. <laughs> so, but when, okay, people like some some of the sad thing about Hollywood is once women turn over the age of thirty. True. Yeah. Then that's like, fucked up. Then the roles disappear. Not for men. Not for men. Like Tom Cruise can be in his fifties and still be dating a twenty-five-year-old in the movie and try to pass him off as th- himself off as thirty, but not women. Anyways. Um, That's so, so shameful. Moving on, like what? What can we do? We can talk about it on this podcast and raise awareness. Yes. Okay. Fine. So, so in the middle of that, like in the nineteen, like uh, is like um, Halle Berry's at her peak. Like she's just on like a Die Another Day, like a James Bond, which movie. was not she, good. Also, but it, it made a lot of money, and like she was a she was like the Bond girl. She was. And like, like she just like got paid millions of dollars to appear topless in, um, in a swordfish. So like she, she was like a big, big, big star. And, and like, they probably like made the movie right before she, she got her Oscar. But like, then it's like, she won an Oscar. So like, that's even more like, but but she she won the Oscar for Monsters Ball, right? Yeah. Monsters Ball. Yeah. Yeah. And then she also was topless in that too. She like banged Billy Bob Thornton in that movie. Yeah. But that was like, um, but that was more, more like, just like, that was like porn. Well, no, I think like the swordfish is more like just gratuitous. It's just like random. It's, it's like, like she just has yeah, like no shirt on for no reason. Yeah, like whereas like yeah. it's like a, it's a sex scene and like yeah. that's why yeah, and in like a monster ball. Yeah. Anyways, um, so in the middle of that, like, like she's at the top of her power, so she, so of course like they're gonna pay her a ton of money to be Catwoman, and why would you say no to a ton of money to play Catwoman? And I don't know, maybe she just, like, maybe she had a bit more of a say in how the movie was than, like, uh, and for the way she would be portrayed. I don't know, just, like, it's just, like, a weird, like, like, final movie that just, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, there's no, there's no Batman in there, because also, again, keep in mind, people, this is the time when, like, superheroes can't cross over, period. And, like, the least superhero you can make the movie, the better. But it's just, like, it's, like, weird. Like, one, like... It's kind of almost like borderline offensive. Like even the comics never had something that like flashy and that fan servicey of a costume for Catwoman. Like I didn't like I, that costume is terrible. I yes. feel like it's like it's really yeah, it's just not good. It's just like it's not really cat themed and mm-hmm. it's also like like I said like I'm a guy, I'm I'm a straight like man saying designed. like that's that's kind of like that's not that's just like it's not even sexy. That's yeah. not even sexy. That's kind of insulting. Yeah. And, and like, the, the the villain is hilariously stupid of just like, 
Like it's it's makeup that gives you superpowers but also will kill you. It's weird. Ugh. It's just like yes. So we're saying ultimately Anna, Anne Hathaway kind of cleansed it, us from that and like Great Elise Arkham Games also really cleansed us of that. But it's like it's just a shame because also Injustice Two. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, Why she's not? great. So, I don't really play her, but she's great. <laughs> so. I like, it's just like it's a, it's a shame like right now like because Harley Quinn is being kind of touted as like the big kind of like DC superheroine because I think Catwoman is a bit more of an interesting character I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. personally ooh that's gonna get some controversy oh but. yeah especially since the next episode is you guessed it Harley Quinn and I do love that character but we'll get into like she's a problematic character the next combo move is called cat style cat style. What? That's kind of, instead of like doggy style, like what is that? It's kind of weird. Yeah, you, you took it to even like, I, I'm not saying I'm not thinking that, but, <laughs> I, but I wasn't going to say it out loud. Let's be explicit. Actually, so our podcast is rated explicit. It is. On iTunes, if you're listening to this on iTunes, you will see the explicit marker. It's because yes. we talk about dirty shit and we curse. Okay. Unfortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately, I don't mind swearing. Just like, just you know. Whatever. Hey, you were the one who said something about steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> move on. Okay. So, anyways, all um, right. Cat style, and then cat's eye. Cat's eye. Well, well, yeah. The cat's eye. That's traditional. That's very famous. Actually, okay. Can I talk about Sean Young trying to be? Uh, yeah, let's talk about. Her. That's like a fun story. Like a kind of like sad story. Like because. Sean Young does get like a sadly a bad rep, rep for being like this crazy girl for, for for doing that whole dressing up as Catwoman and trying to go to Warner's Brothers. I don't think that was a bad idea though. Like okay, yeah, like I, I defend it. I defend her a right to do that. Yeah, and well, she should do it again. Like like basically, it's like it's sad is like that. Like Sean Young was cast to be Vicky Vale in Batman, and like she was one hundred percent going to be Vicky Vale, and like they were just doing like some horse riding like uh, practice tests. For her like right before the movie was about to shoot literally i think it was like a, a couple days away and then she she broke her leg and so oh that's too bad and so because of that like they just suddenly like recast her and cast um, kim basinger kim basinger and basically like she has flat said like that was like the worst luck ever like my career would have been so much more different yeah. if i hadn't broken my leg damn and, like, like and basically so like she basically said like one of the things like in her interviews for why she wanted to be be cast as Catwoman is like it's just like you just be in a big franchise you have more more clout and you can control more things like like when you're at the top of your game you actors like it's like why why does Will Smith kind of like always talk like Will Smith in movies because Will Smith is a big bankable star and so when you cast Will Smith suddenly he says like I don't want that character to say that because I don't I wouldn't say that or my image can't be that Arnold Schwarzenegger made sure when he was making Total Recall, very, very violent movie, but he had to, he, he specified, I'm the gentle giant. Every time I kill someone, it has to be for a good reason. And pretty much it's always in self-defense in that movie. So basically, Sean Young wanted more autonomy in her career by playing the Catwoman. And unfortunately, she had a tragic turn and broke her leg right before she got to play Vicki Vale. You could say her attempt to play Catwoman was... Almost a redemption song. <laughs> Unfortunately, the song was not played on the radio. The next move. <laughs> okay. The next move is called, next and last move, Crafty. Crafty. You know, Crafty. Jeez, like Crafty. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get fucking Beastie Boys. <laughs> um... While while we're uh, on the subject of like uh, costumes, because we mentioned that with the Halle Berry, yeah, like which I agree, uh, it's terrible. Like um, there, there's like lots of designs for for Catwoman. Like there's the purple, like I think that's one of the interesting things. Is, like there is no definitive Catwoman costume, like, right? Like kind of like now, like in the late like '90s, early aughts, they they kind of like found one that I think is more and more like becoming consistently like I think this is the costume they'll go for. She, it, it took a while for her to come into her like. It's it's a bit more like kind of iconic com- look. 
she has like I feel like she has an iconic she's an iconic character but she yeah she kind of she's kind of amorphous in like the way that she's always been drawn like differently well I mean also like different like times and standards like um like originally like first she had like uh more of like a, a dress and like right. she, a cat kind of mask and then sometimes like she wears more like um like I, cat ears like in the show cat, oh yeah cat ears yeah like um I kind of like it better when she's um when she's wearing like a a one suit. Like, yeah, yeah, I comparatively. Agree. Like um like the one thing I kind of don't like is like in the Long Halloween and and like a in a Dark Victory she has a tail also which I'm like Yeah, yeah, eh, I don't like I'm not sure if I, I don't like, like that. The tails either. It's like I get it, she's a cat, but like that's going a bit too far. Um, I mean, the, she's not the, cheetah. Yeah, the tail should just be the whips. Yeah. Absolutely. Um but yeah, basically what we're talking about like is like the Arkham design is basically like what is is the design they've used like in um um the the solo Catwoman title that yeah. they first debuted in like the aughts and like stuff yeah. like that. Like that's what I really like is like that kind of like a little bit more kind of like practical superhero costume. And like there's just like the, the cat themed ears at the end. Mm-hmm, like, that's mm-hmm. good. That's really I really agree. Good. I like that. I mean I mean in the Justice, I think a lot of her characters too, her um, characters, her costumes are like mostly like onesie type things. They kind of like lift from there. Although I haven't delved too far into her uh, into her costumes. There are ones where she just like she's just wearing plain clothes also, and she's just like Selena Kyle. Yeah, you know, which also which I think that works. That works too, but like, and you know, that's always an interesting question. Like, um, great superhero stories can can like sometimes explore is like. How much of it is the hero versus just the costume? Right, right, right. Which is like, you know, the point of Iron Man three is like, it's like, it's like, no, the hero is Tony Stark, like it's not like the Iron Man armor, and like it's like kind of like the kids is, well, Tony, you can, you're a builder, why don't you just build something? Fucking kids. That's also a Christmas movie. Iron Man three. Yeah. Woo! I never seen it. Oh. Okay. Don't want to either. Oh. I'm okay without it. <laughs> that movie doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that. I like it. You like Iron Man 3? Yeah. All right, we'll have to watch it, and then we'll have to do an episode. Okay. Um, I mean, there isn't really an MCU movie I've hated. I mean, like, I, I like pretty much all of them. Like, there's some I like more than others, but yeah. I didn't really like uh, Thor. Loved it. We're going to have to have some episodes. Anyways, Anyways. let's go back to DC. Let's yeah. go back to Catwoman. Because we don't have too much time left in this episode, to be on, to be completely honest with you. But I think that uh, overall, uh, Catwoman in the Injustice game is teetering on the edge of good and evil. She's scratching people. She's whipping people. Uh, she's also dodging people. Mm-hmm. So in my book, that's Catwoman. That is Catwoman. And I realize what you've alluded to earlier that I failed to talk about. Oh, what? Is um, the big thing that Catwoman is like, kind of in the news is that is that Batman proposed to oh, Catwoman, yeah. which yeah, in Rebirth. In Rebirth, which I'm all I'm all for. I'm just like it's like at the back of my head, like the kind of cynical fan who knows like that these com- comic stories are never going to sadly end. It's like, <laughs> but they're not going to get married. Like they, well, th- I think the story arc's wrapped up, and I haven't finished it yet, so I can't, I can't comment. Yeah, so I don't know. It's like it's just like it's a shame that they can't get married because that's the logical conclusion. But you can't conclude Batman. But they have to go on dates. Yes. And like all that stuff, and then anger like the Bat Family, and then Damien has to say something about it because he always has to say something about it. And yeah, you know. Although I am hearing a rumor right now, kind of like oh yes, comparatively, mm-hmm. is that now they're. Marvel has kind of reached a place where they might be able to have their cake and eat it too with Spider-Man of that they, they're thinking of maybe bringing back Mary Jane and having Peter be married to Mary Jane again. Because Why? Now, because now they basically can have their cake and eat it too of like saying like, we can have an adult Spider-Man because now Peter Parker is our adult Spider-Man. But we also Miles. like, we wanted to like have like this young hip Spider-Man that like kids could younger audience can relate to and we have that with Miles Morales so maybe we can just have both Spider-Mans like that's basically what the Clone Saga was supposed to be you in know, a way but like was like they wanted to kind of have that Peter Parker is kind of married but like we can still have like this young relatable Spider-Man and Ben Riley. but 
That's uh, you know it's funny. Either. That's what they they're doing that exact same thing with Superman in like the new Superman stuff. Yeah. Uh, where like Superman's like that Chinese dude. Yeah. Uh, like it's the same thing. It has like a YA kind of spin, so they can have like a young Superman and like an old Superman who's like married and has a baby or a kid. That's cool. Who's also Superboy-ish thing? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, don't you know all? Boy-ish. Don't you know, Chris? I mean, that's what every comic book tells us that when you get married and and settle down, all your problems are over. It's Pretty like, much, just yeah. Like that's it. You're, you're just like that's the life. ultimate goal in life is to get married and have a child who has superpowers. Well, no, not just that, but the drama ends, right? Doesn't it? Right. No drama. There's no I don't drama want drama. Anymore. No. <laughs> well. We have one more minute to talk. Go. What do you think about Catwoman? Injustice 2 gets her right much more than uh, Warner Brothers did in 2005 when they made Catwoman. And James also likes Anne Hathaway Catwoman. Yeah, I do. You know, she is from uh, New Jersey. She's from a town over from where I'm from. Oh, nice. 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 Uh, She is a Jersey girl. Sweet. Anyways, I think that uh, we've been talking... For almost 50 minutes. It'll be about 50 minutes. And I'm going to tell you guys that we have one more episode left in our 10-episode first season of Injustice. No, wait. What's our thing called? Licensing Licensing Legends. Legends. (laughs) We have one more episode to go in our 10-episode arc of Licensing Legends. And I'm trying to do a voice here, but I can't figure out what it is. Almost like... Almost like... Old Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Old Carrie Fisher. Respect. <laughs> uh, well, it's been real fun. I mean, our next episode's about Harley Quinn. We're going to talk about her, and then we're going to go away for a while while we develop season two. Yeah. How do you feel, James? How do you feel? We've gotten we've gotten pretty far. Yeah, we have. It's pretty pretty amazing. I can't believe it. I can't believe we're still around. And, and you know, I, I'm, I thank everybody who's actually listening to the podcast. And uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast, well, uh, thank you uh, also. So uh, please uh, check us out and review us on iTunes. Yeah. And uh, please share and uh, tell your friends about us. Because we're going to keep making these whether you like it or not. Don't threaten anyway. them, dude. Oh, I thought that's how you get fans. Anyways... Thank you for listening to episode 9. We'll be back next week with episode 10 where we talk about Harley Quinn. And uh, good night. Day? Whatever. Whatever time you're listening to this. Good good whatever.